Would you like to win and achieve success at what you do? Welcome to the Winner's Ways Podcast, where we create winners every day. And now, your host, the author of Winner's Ways book and life coach, Bola Alabi. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Winner's Ways podcast. This podcast is where we talk about career, we talk about money, we talk about entrepreneurship. Uh, we just want you to win and excel in your life. And today we have a guest with us, uh, Chris Pristorius. is uh, the founder of Kickstart Dental. Is a marketing expert, is an author, a podcast host, and is a coach. So he wears multiple hats. So we are going to be <laughs> learning from Chris today as we dive in into the uh, online uh, marketing space. Hey, Chris, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Awesome. Uh, do you want to just go ahead and introduce yourself to, to my audience so that they can yeah. know you better? Yeah, you did a great job already. But yeah, I, <laughs> I've, uh, owned, uh, I've owned Kickstart Dental Marketing for about 12 and a half years now. Um, we focus on marketing for dental practices. We, I started it at zero, so from scratch, basically. I learned a lot along the way. Unfortunately, I learned a lot about what not to do. <laughs> so I like to uh, I like to pass that knowledge on to anybody that's willing to listen because um, I wish I had more of that advice when I had started. But I live in Denver, Colorado. Uh, I have a team of 13 people. Um, we're all remote. I'm just working out of my office here. Um, I'm married. I've got two kids. I just sent one off to college and my son is 13 years old and keeps me very busy between work and work and him. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, yeah. I like what you said. As much as it is good to know what to do, it is also great to know what not to do. Yeah. So we, we are going to be exploring all those details as we talk about online digital marketing here. So uh, why do you think it's important uh, to know how to market uh, products or service? Why is that important? Yeah. Yeah. And just let me preface this by, yeah, I'm in, I'm in dental marketing, but a lot of what I'm talking about really applies to any type of business you have. You know, if you're a lawyer or an auto body mechanic or whatever it may be, it really does apply. But, you know, the thing about marketing is that, you know, it's no longer um, good enough to just be in business, right? There's a lot of competition in dentistry and, you know, any local business, there's more competition now than there's ever been. And the internet has made marketing yourself um, more complicated, meaning back in the day, you know, you guys, you're pretty young, but if you remember the yellow pages, right, back in the day, you could put an ad in the yellow pages, maybe do some direct mail, and you're, that would work for you as a local business or a small business. Well, nowadays, there's 50 different places you could market online, right, with the internet, and it's built a lot of complexity. And if you don't really know what you're doing and you, you don't really understand it, you can spend a lot of money doing that and not get the results that you want. And so the reason and the importance of marketing is because of competition and just the mediums that are available to small and medium-sized businesses. 
Oh, wow. So when you consider, <laughs> you spoke about yellow pages. Uh, yeah. Those ones are gone now. I, I don't know if anyone still use those. Um, but I, I know about Facebook. I know about yeah. Google. Uh, yeah. Instagram is also there for people to market. Uh, in your view, uh, Chris, which of this platform will give uh, people the best uh, return on their book if they want to, you know, focus on online ad promotion? Uh, yeah, that's a great question. I get asked it a lot and there's no easy answer, unfortunately. It really depends on what you do and who your target market is. So one of the first things that we do when we take on a client is identify who it is that they want to walk through the door. Who's their, who's their ideal client? And then we kind of reverse engineer from there. So if it's, you know, you want the 25 to 35 year old female with two and a half kids and a golden retriever, then we need a market where we know that those people, those types of people show up, right? So Facebook can be a great audience for that. But if you want maybe an older audience, that's 45 to 65, you know, maybe has, uh, you know, medium income, whatever it may be, then that might be more of a Google type play. So there's no, you know, silver bullet that says this is what you should do. Um, I know in dentistry specifically right now, what's working well for us are TikTok ads, uh, you know, which sounds crazy. I know. But what we're seeing with TikTok advertising is that it's doing a hockey stick right now in terms of going up in age. So we saw this with Facebook as well. When Facebook first started, it was mostly for kids and teenagers. And then gradually, you know, it's gone up to an age to old people like me using it. Well, TikTok's doing the same thing, but it's doing it much, much more quickly. So the audience is getting much older, much quicker. So we are seeing some good results in TikTok. And I think that that strategy could work for a lot of small businesses out there. Oh, wow. I, I did not know that uh, people yeah. advertise on TikTok. I know uh, TikTok is seriously uh, giving Facebook a run for its money because yeah. uh, maybe people are spending time on TikTok videos. I, I never knew you could uh, advertise yeah. on TikTok. Oh, that, that's good to know. Yeah. So what's the role of um, search engine optimization mm. seo uh on you know online ad yeah so seo is a complicated beast you know it's the art of you know getting your website to rank organically on google you know not the paid section it's just the organic section which is if you're doing a local search or sometimes you see a map show up and then there's like three or four listings there and then underneath the map that's what we talk about with organic um so there, it used to be back in the day that you could do five or six things and probably get somebody to rank pretty highly on Google. Um, t- today, it's not that way. It's much more complex. The Google algorithm is a set of rules that it's over 200 different rules on what makes a website rank highly organically. Um, and they change those rules all the time. So companies like mine have to constantly be ahead of the curve and understand the algorithm and what it takes to really rank. But what I can tell you is that there are some basic things that, that you need to know about SEO. And number one is relevance. You know, Google's looking for relevant websites compared to how somebody searches. So if I do a search for a bankruptcy attorney in Denver, Colorado, it wants to see signals from websites that say, hey, I'm a bankruptcy attorney in Denver, Colorado. 
Um, so it's, it's a lot about the relevancy of your website and the content on your website. Is it relevant to how people search on Google? Right. right. And then secondly, I think the most important thing about SEO is trust. Google has to trust your website before it's going to bring it back on the first page of Google. And so you need to send it a lot of trust factors. Trust factors are things like content, right? Right. Content is king, right? A lot of good quality content. It can't be just like junk content that, you know, you, you can barely read. It needs to be quality content where you're giving really good advice, tips, tricks, frequently asked questions, things like that. Um, but it also, you also need to build trust in terms of how you link your website. So for instance, one of the big things that we do are, is called backlinking and people in the SEO world are nodding their head right now, but it's basically a backlink is a link from another website to your website. Okay. Now it used to be, it didn't matter the quality of the site that ranked to your website. Google saw all those backlinks and that it was like a popularity contest, but now it's really more about the quality of those links. You can't just go get links from other websites and they all mean the same thing. If you can get a backlink from like a very authoritative, trustworthy website, like for instance, a news source, Mm -hmm. um, that counts very, very highly in Google's eyes because they can see these backlinks. So, I mean, we could spend, you know, hours just on this topic, but to me, SEO is all about trust and content and, you know, just being able to um, show those signals. Oh, wow. You know, um, you said SEO is about relevance, content, writing quality content. And you said uh, trust. And right. this is about, you know, sharing useful tips, tricks, advice uh, for people so that they'll once they land on your website, you know, they will stay there, read your content, engage with your content. And, um, you know, with that way, you'll be able to, uh, build trust. And, and that's uh, really, really important. Thank you very much, uh, Chris, for sharing that uh, with us. Sure. Now, I know you help uh, local businesses, uh, you know, to get uh, online um, recognition or, you know, to uh, put them online. Now, I, I want to ask, how can, how do you do that? And how can local businesses leverage social media, you know, to attract more clients? Yeah, I I think there's two different versions of social media. Okay, so there's the type of what I call organic social media, which is really, you know, people already follow your page, or you get people to follow your page, and you post on your page. And the people that the people that follow your page have a pretty good chance of seeing what you posted. What some people don't realize is that just because you post on your page doesn't mean that all the people that follow your page are always going to see what you post because Facebook has. If they're not paying, if people aren't paying attention to your content when you post and they don't click on anything, then the chances go down that they'll actually proactively see your content. So the, the other reason Facebook has done this and other social media organizations is because they, they want to make revenue. Right. So it's, it's really a big pay to play type model now. So like when you do a post as a business, Mm -hmm. you can do like on Facebook, you can do a boost, a boost where you Mm -hmm. give them a little bit of money 
And then they'll, they'll, they'll make sure that not only your audience sees your message, but your anybody like your audience too. So they'll go out and actually push it out there. So when you post organically, you know, you're only getting a fraction of your followers who actually see this stuff. So it may be a good idea to, to do some posts, but, and that, that takes me to the other side of social media, which is the advert advertising part of it where you can build advertising campaigns, you can target specific demographics, um, you, can, you can target income levels, where people live, uh, all kinds of stuff, and then create actual ad campaigns to target those people. Um, when we do social media marketing, we try to do a, a little bit of both. Um, my advice, though, is that don't have an agency like mine do 100% of your organic social media. The reason for that is we can do some of the heavy lifting and we post a lot of good content, but it's more general type content. It's not like, you know, hey, I'm in the office and somebody dressed up funny for Halloween. Let me take a picture and post it on Facebook. We can't do that because we're not there. So they, the, our clients still have an active role in organic social media. It's just we kind of uh, pass off the torch, if you little do in terms of, of posting. So we help out with it. So in my opinion, those are the two ways to do social media for businesses and two similar but very different things. Oh, thanks. So now, let's say I have a business, uh, maybe a dental practice or any business for that matter. And I want to you know, start promoting my business online. And uh, I reached out to you, uh, Kickstart uh, Dental Marketing. How do you start or... How do you engage with uh, your clients and help them to promote their business online? How does that process work? Yeah, the first thing we do is what we call a strategy session. So they, they, that's free of charge. That's just kind of a get to know you, you get to know me type thing. And we find out pretty quickly if we're going to be a good fit for them or if they're going to be a good fit for us. And, you know, it, sometimes it's, it's just not, and that's okay, but it's better to figure that out in the beginning than when you're six months in, right? So that's where we start. And we ask questions like, all right, you know, what services do you provide? What are your goals? What makes you different? Um, who do you want to come in the door? You know, things like that. And then we talk about budget. Do you have an allocated budget? And then, you know, once we've gotten through that process and we've done a proposal then at that point, um, and they've signed off on it, they like what they see and they become a client. And the first thing that we do is what we call a launch party. And essentially what we talk about in that launch party is, all right, let's identify your new patient avatars. So that is who it is that we want to come through the door. Like we talked about earlier. Right. Mm-hmm. And we, we set really clear on paper goals in terms of who we want to come in and it can be more than one avatar, but we at least got to get that on paper. And then we also get on paper what their unique selling proposition is. You see, I believe that every business, even if they're in the same industry, is different, right? So a dentist is different than a dentist, right? There's got to be something unique about the business that makes them want to go there versus their competition. So we try to really work on that unique selling proposition and get that on paper as well. And then once we have that, we've really got the foundation and we know what to do then strategy-wise with the marketing campaign. And so that's, that's pretty much the process from when they sign up to, to when the campaign starts. Perfect. So, you know, I'm asking that question so that maybe any of my audience, if they want to reach out to you, connect with you, uh, if they need yeah. help, because I myself, I'm struggling with this uh, uh, digital online marketing. It's, 
it's a beast in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't know it, I, I've run several Facebook uh, ads. Yeah. Sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. And I know if I know the process, it's going to work. I'm struggling because I do not know. So for me, yeah. I know it's always better to have an expert that will, you know, hold my hand or guide me, uh, help me so that I can figure it out. So that, that was why I had that question. Yeah, uh, for sure. The other thing that I do here is uh, I try to give education to my audience. You know, if I have any resources or out there, I want them to be able to get their resources and use it to promote their business. And I saw that you have a book, uh, The Ultimate Guide to Internet Marketing uh, for Dentists. Mm-hmm. Um, where can we get this book? That's one. Then two, can you just give us uh, maybe the big idea of that book, uh, you know, so that people will know oh, this book will be useful for me or not? Yeah, in fact, check this out. I've got one. <laughs> there it is. Awesome. <laughs> see that. Yeah. Sorry, that's blur yeah. vision. But yeah, so it's on Amazon.com uh, for sure. But I'll tell you, I mean, if anybody, I don't care if you're a dentist or not, this book actually has a lot of stuff in it that's, that's, applicable for any type of small business. Um, but if, if anybody wants to reach out to me directly, just go to my website at kickstartdental.com. Um, and you reach out to me, just click the free strategy session button on there. I do all of those myself, no matter what industry you're in. And I'll give you free advice. I'll talk to you, answer your questions as much as I can about your industry, whatever you're in. And I'll also send you uh, the book for free as well, but it's also on amazon.com. So uh, but the, the general idea is just if, if somebody, I mean, dentists historically, and I think a lot of small businesses, you know, they go into business because they're good at something, right? right. Well, a, a specific skill, you know, like a, an auto body guy's good at repairing dents and working with cars, but they may not be great business people, right? right? And they may right. not know how to market themselves. And unfortunately, just because you're good at a skill does not necessarily mean you're going to be successful in business, mm-hmm. right? right? And so this book talks a lot about, you know, how to get your business set up to market it. And so you can get people in the door and get clients in the door that's bringing in revenue that which will make you a successful business person. So it talks a lot about the tips and tactics around that. Oh, oh. So in, in your opinion, Chris, what are the maybe top two mistakes that you see people make when it comes to maybe online uh, marketing? I think the first mistake is they do nothing. Oh. Right. And <laughs> yeah, it's serious because what happens is it's, it's complex, right? Like I said, it's complicated. I mean, how do you know? Do you do Google ads? Do you do Facebook ads? Do you buy a listing on some website like on Yelp? I mean, what do you do? Right. And, it's overwhelming for business owners and I don't blame them. And so what they, the, the kind of default mode is I'm just going to sit this out and keep doing what I do. And the problem with that is that your competition probably isn't going to do that and right. you're going to get passed up. Right. And we're seeing that in the marketplace now of, you know, older generation dentists who've been in business for 25, 30 years, they're getting passed up by some of the younger competition now because they're not staying innovative and they're not showing up high on Google and they're not promoting themselves. They're just kind of relying on that old patient base. So I think that's one of the big mistakes that I see. Um, The second mistake that I see probably is, you know, just not realizing that 
you need to be spending five to 7% of your gross income in marketing, whether it's digital marketing, whether it's you go buy a billboard, heaven forbid you buy a yellow page ad, whatever it may be, you need to be investing some of your money into marketing, right? If you want to stay ahead of the curve. And so it kind of correlates with doing nothing, but, you know, a lot of people ask me, you know, how much should I spend? How much does this cost? And if you do marketing the right way, it's not a cost. It's not like the light bill, right? It's, Mm -hmm. this should be something that's making you money, right? Three to $5 for every dollar that you spend. So when I get asked, I don't want to spend a lot of money. What, what should I spend it? It's an automatic red flag because they're not thinking of it the right way. Mm-hmm. You know, this should be something that grows their business. It's not, you know, like an every month bill. So I think those are probably a couple of the biggest things that, that I see that are mistakes. Good point on what you said that um, the way people should view advertising is uh, the return on their investments. Uh, they shouldn't just see it as a cost. So if I spent $100, for example, how much of that am I getting back? Or what, what will I get uh, in terms of sales in return? Maybe if I'm making 200 or 300, then I know that, hey, uh, by spending 100, I'm getting 300, then I, I, I'm cash positive, right? So that's a good uh, form of investment, in my opinion. So that's good. Um, now, I, I know things have changed, especially since uh, the pandemic. Um, I want to ask, how has the, you know, COVID-19 changed uh, your business and maybe your clients' businesses, uh, you know, as a result of this uh, pandemic? As, what change have you seen? Yeah, well, I, I tell you, it was scary because really every dental practice in the U.S. had to shut down for, I think it was at least 30 days right. and some longer, depending on where they were. So, it was a complete shutdown. It was, um, you know, went from good revenue to zero revenue for a lot of our clients. So it was a scary time. But what I've seen coming out of that is more of, um, it's been interesting. I've seen more like people trying to get into teledentistry. So like doing more virtual visits, oh, which wow. which is a little harder with dentistry yeah. than it is like regular medical stuff. So right. I've we've tested it and we've had mixed results to it, but I've seen a push for it. Right. Like, okay, if this happens again, we kind of want to be ready for it. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's that. Um, But we've also seen more more dentists, for whatever reason, come out of this wanting to rely less on insurance. So they don't necessarily want to take insurances anymore. They want to be fee for service practices um, because they're able to make more money off of that. And they don't have to process paperwork and things like that. And one of the things they're doing to offset that is they're creating their own kind of internal insurance plan. where it's where it's like an in-house plan if you will so i think those are that's probably the biggest changes that i've seen but i can tell you from the medical standpoint things are getting a little bit back to normal but it's still there's still a little like cautious optimism i guess (laughs) you know what uh in the in the beginning of that uh, pandemic i remember i had a dentist appointment uh, maybe about two weeks into the pandemic, I, I had to cancel it because I just felt like <laughs> it's not just necessary to go out there. So I right. totally understand that um, everything shut yep. down uh, during that uh, time. So now uh, regarding local businesses, um, I know there are quite a number of them out there that want to create that uh, visibility, uh, online visibility. 
what tips or tricks uh, can you share with us um, so that we can, you know, take this step and get uh, the business name out there? Yeah, I think there's a lot of tools that can help with that, actually. Um, there's a company out there called Bright Local, B-R-I-G-H-T-L-O-C-A-L.com. Uh, They've got a bunch of tools for small businesses that can kind of type in your website and kind of gives you a report on what you're doing well, what you're not doing well, what your competition looks like, things like that. And I think that would be an excellent place to start. It's kind of a basic, you know, kind of do it yourself type guide, if you will. Um, We do find that clients start there and then they think, you know what, I don't want to learn this crap. I'm just going to have somebody professional do it for us. But if you're a small business and you kind of want to learn more about it and just kind of start getting your toes in the water on what's out there, I think that's a good place to start. Awesome. So brightlocal.com. So that's good. I'm going to leave that in the show notes. So as we are uh, coming to the end of this interview, uh, Chris, I want to ask, um, maybe you can tell my audience how they can connect with you, uh, you know, follow you, maybe whether you have any social media accounts so that they can continue to learn uh, from you. I I know you have a podcast, if you can also Mm -hmm. give us the name of your podcast uh, so that they can take a listen. Yeah, yeah, it's called the Dental Marketing Podcast, again. Don't let the dental part of it scare you because a lot of what we talk about, you know, is, is practical for any type of business. Um, so that's out there. Um, the best way to reach out to us, like I said earlier, is probably just the website, kickstartdental.com. Um, there's a free strategy session button there. Go ahead and click it and schedule a time with me and I'd be more than happy to give you uh, some free advice for sure. Awesome. And uh, that's it. Thank you very much, uh, Chris, uh, for your time today. Uh, it's been wonderful, you know, learning from you and sharing your experience about online digital marketing. And uh, we appreciate your time. Thank you so much for having me. This episode of Winner's Ways podcast has come to a close. We hope you enjoy and learn something from today's show. We want you to win and excel in all areas of your life. And we regularly explore and share information with our listeners to empower them to win. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast for more tips and strategies to help you find the success that you've always dreamt of. And don't forget to rate and review so that we can continue to bring you more podcast episodes to empower you. We will love to have you again next week. Now, keep winning.